Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is August 18th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is only for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. A Ross Stripling, 6.1 inning, zero and runs, one hit, zero walks, and at seven Ks yesterday, 13 whiffs, 35% CSW. Wonderful stuff. He was coming off the IL after that hip slash flute injury. Um, only 72 pitches here because, you know, the Blue Jays didn't want to push him too hard. It felt like a still little going into this. I'm, I'm super happy that it was not um, against the Orioles. Six out of 17 whiffs on that change of 41% CSW. He had good curves. He had good locations on that sinker. This is good. I don't know if this is what we're going to see from Stripling. We've seen moments before where he's done really well, and all of a sudden he just kind of goes into mediocrity after that. Uh, he gets the Angels in two starts and the Red Sox next. So if you want to pick up Stripling, you do it now. You make that decision about the Red Sox, and it's okay if you don't start him, but if he does well there, then you're not going to be able to get him against Angels unless you're like super quick on the wire for that one. So if you want to get that start in two starts against the Angels, I think you got to do it now. Uh, moving forward, uh, we have Tony Gonsolin against the Brewers. Did really well. Eight strikeouts. Had everything working here. Uh, even had the curve inside the zone. Slider was working out of the zone. You had the splitter uh, doing good stuff. You had 60% strikes in the four-seamer. All good there. Nick Lodolo did his good thing. Seven innings, zero in runs, five hits, two walks, and eight strikeouts. 16 whiffs against the Phillies. This was really just sinker curve, too. He didn't throw that change up much at all. And he's a cherry bomb at the moment, which means you got to have some good times to be a cherry bomb. I'm glad he did it here. He gets to the Phillies a second time next time out, but fortunately not in Cincinnati. I mean, it is in Philadelphia, which isn't that much better. Uh, so hopefully he continues this. I don't think that his curveball command was so amazing. He didn't have that amazing pitch separation either. I think his stuff was really good. And the, and the fill was like, oh, this is hard to hit. Uh, because it is. And he wasn't so erratic and chaotic as we've seen before. On the other side of that was Ranger Suarez. Went seven innings, zero and runs, three. It's two walks and eight Ks. Pretty much matching Lodolo, save for two fewer hits here. But 11 whiffs, 27% CSW across 95 pitches. The changeup. Got the whiffs, 7 over 22. Now, he did a decent job of avoiding the heart of the plate, but he still did. It's not really a peak Suarez uh, with the cutter and the, and the sinker in the middle of the plate a little bit too often. Still, uh, he gets to host him again, and you feel like you got to do that. And all, all of a sudden, you realize, wait a second, it's August 18th. This seems familiar from last year. I hope that changeup sticks around, and I hope he can go on that magical run once again. Austin Voth went against the Jays, and after he impressed us last week, what do you know? Six innings, zero runs, two hits, one walk, and three Ks. That said, the curveball was fine. It wasn't this, oh man, I got. It. let me tell you about this. You know how excited I can get. That wasn't it for Austin Voth. Uh, he gets the White Sox next, and yeah, maybe the Jays are struggling a little bit. I don't know. I'm not jumping to the wire to get Austin Voth right now. Tyler Malley went against the Royals. He threw 89, and they pulled him because of that. It's a shoulder uh, issue. They're getting an MRI. 
we're holding our breath, hoping that it's not long-term damage. There's a part of me that says, okay, let's find something so that we can make him better. Because if he's selling 89, maybe it's just it was hurting that day. Then he can just heal it for a couple weeks and be fine. Um, there's also, yeah, I just, I just want him to be good and healthy. Whatever the best course of action is for that. We want that as soon as possible. Adam Aller went for Oakland against the Rangers. Six innings, one run, five hits, one walk, and four Ks. Nine whiffs, 21% CSW here. You don't want this. Uh, Adam Aller is not doing enough with his repertoire for me to say, oh, he's someone I'm heavily going to be considering moving forward. Nope. Carlos Rodon, ace is going to ace 18 whiffs. Now 11 Ks in this against the Diamondbacks. 93.7 on the heater is terrifying considering that he's sitting... 95.7 essentially for the entire season. That said, he started this the the outing around 92 and then ramped it all the way to 97 by his final pitch. That's just kind of what Rodon does. He gears up through the outing. So it took a little bit longer, or at least he had a, a lower starting point in this one. But I uh, yeah, I mean, he's fine. It's fine. If you were if he capped out at 96 or so, then I'd say, wait, hold on a second. But he worked it up. You can see the escalator of the pitch velocity through this one. Jordan Montgomery has found a home in St. Louis. Sure, it's Rocky Road, but he got a win, and the guy deserves a win. 5.2 innings, one and run, six at zero walks and eight Ks. He's getting wins now <laughs> with a wonderful defense. And they're helping out his pitch mix a little bit with his four-seamer. It's all wonderful for Jordan Montgomery. I have to keep pushing him up the ranks. Uh, finally, like the numbers that we've been seeing are coming to fruition. I don't know what it is about the Yankees. Maybe there's the extra pressure to make the right pitch or something. I don't know. Uh, but his put-away rate is getting much better. Zach Davies against the Giants. He did not have his excellent changeup. Five innings, one run, five hits, two walks, and six Ks. He did go up two ticks on the sinker. And that had a good performance against the Giants. But it's still sitting 91. It's not like, I don't know. I understand two ticks higher is generally like, oh, that's a big deal because it's all relative. Yes, but really, it's just a 91, and it's, it makes me think that the Giants are really the problem here. Uh, you have Daniel Norris going against the Guardians. I'm happy he's able to go 89 pitches. I don't really think his stuff is very good. Five innings, one and run, four, it's two walks, four Ks. I think it's just the Guardians not being good here. Don't chase this. Framber Valdez against the White Sox. Seven innings, two and runs, seven hits, three walks, six Ks. Ah, that whip is back. No! Uh, I um I hope that I that Framber Valdez can limit the walks some some more and hopefully Babbitt goes his way. But I mean you're still gonna start Framber Valdez. It's just no way he's gonna start, buddy. Uh, you have Eric Lauer going against the Dodgers and he survived in a big way here. Seven innings, two hundred runs, four hits, three walks, and seven Ks. Helpful across the board, save for the loss here. Dodgers. Um, he's up to ninety four again, but only six whiffs across over forty. Uh, four seamers. So that's good. It's also like, oh, that's not quite as amazing as we want from seeing 94, but at least he's there. The cutter also came back. And I think that's really the bigger deal uh, because it has been times where he feels like he has to do so much with the fastball and the other secondary stuff just isn't doing enough. And guess what? He has to get the Dodgers again. So, nah, uh, still a cherry bomb. Uh, Corey Abbott, no, I'm not doing this. I can't. I can't do it against the Mariners. He did well against the Cubs, but I'm not going to do it against the Mariners. Corey Kluber against the Yankees. Six innings, two runs, four. It's one walk and eight strikeouts, 14 whiffs, a 39% CSW. The cutter was really good, 48%. Uh, CSW also on the sinker. Um, I mean, 
this is great. And we're going to keep rolling with Kluber with the Angels next. Drew Smiley was the stream pick of the day. It worked out. 5.1 innings, 200 runs, 4 zero walks, and 4 Ks. Beautiful to see the Blake Snell blueprint working with fastballs up and curveballs down. Uh, he gets St. Louis next. Much better offense than the Natty Light here, the Nationals, um, that he saw last night. So Drew Smiley against the St. Louis Cardinals. Ah, it's a bottom of questionable start. I do like the pitch separation. I think his curveball was a little bit higher than I want it to be. Landed um, YM lock, that is uh, the middle, not the bottom or the top of the zone. The middle of the zone a lot. Um, both inside and outside and middle. Middle. I, I'm trying to teach YM lock. All right, guys. <laughs> it's really important. Anyway, I uh, drew smiling. Not someone I need to rush to the wire for, but 16 whiffs here. I mean, he's clearly doing something that's working. And oh, yeah, I should mention 93.6 on the sinker is really good. That's a tick higher. Normally we see like 92.5 when Smiley is just kind of pitching along. But at the end of 2020, he was hinting at this uh, 94 mile per hour fastball, and that changed things. So maybe that is a thing. Uh, the Cardinals are kind of a little bit scary. I don't know if that's going to be that good of a start. Rich Hill won against Pittsburgh. He survived five innings at 57 pitches and got a win. All right. We're not doing that one. Michael Kopech against the Astros. Six innings, 300 runs, five hits, two walks, two Ks. Only seven whiffs, 23% CSW. I think he kind of got away with this. Uh, the fastball between 95 and 96 is fine. This, I'm not just, I'm not seeing enough from the rest of his repertoire. The slider is okay. Uh, I want an overwhelming Kopech, and that's not what we're getting. And he's in this purgatory of, you're fine, but I need to see, like, the thing for me to get excited about you. And against bad, you know, against tough teams, like, this is a 4.5 ERA, uh, 117 whip, only two strikeouts and a loss. Like, this isn't so great. I'm glad that you survived, but you get the Royals and the Diamondbacks next. Please show me good things. Uh, Herman Marquez... I uh, had a VVPQS. That is a very, very poor quality. Start with 10 base runners and 300 runs in six innings. I'm bringing back the old Colorado Rockies blurb from 2014, which says Marquez has, or insert Colorado Rockies pitcher has limited upside, pitches his home games at Coors Field, and doesn't deserve a spot on your team. This should be the blurb for every Colorado starter. Daniel Lynch went against the Twins, th- six innings, 300 runs, five hits, one walk in two Ks. Um, Okay, so he had moments locating the four-seamer up, and then a lot of them were very erratic, but he had this really nice grouping at the top. There are moments that the slider and the changeup are working. It's, nah, I'm not there yet. Um, I hope he can. Like, it feels like he's close, but he's not there, and I feel like he's been close for a while. I'm not going to trust him again. I, yeah, I'm, I, I wouldn't go after this uh, right now with Daniel Lynch. Uh, George Kirby is just just like uh, Logan Gilbert, hence they are now Jerby. Um, 5.2 innings, 300 runs, 6 sets, 1 walk, and 7 Ks. It's a great four-seamer. It's not so great secondary stuff. I'm glad he was able to go out there in the sixth inning. I want a little bit more maybe against the Angels, just not as many earned runs. But he got the win, and that's cool. And we're just going to keep kind of rolling with with Jerby. Uh, Cole Raggins, or is it Reagans? I don't know. Uh, he went against Oakland at five innings, 300 runs, four hits, one walk, three Ks. He was actually really close to actually being productive here. Just one run too many. Um, I think the command is still missing a bit. He's elevating fastballs with intent. I mean, sometimes like really miss it out of the zone up like a decent amount. Changeup is floating a little bit too high. Uh, but the cutter got in there. It's, 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 he's working on it. Um, he gets the Tigers in two starts, twins next. Maybe that start against, the Tigers is good for Cole Raggins. Uh, 
Domingo Herman against the Rays, 4.2 innings, 300 runs, 5 hits, 1 walk, and 6 Ks. I'm, uh, this is, uh, okay. I, he gets the Mets next. I don't think that Herman has enough outside the curveball right now, but it's close. I mean, actually, the changeup was performing pretty well here. He gets the Athletics in two. That might be the one that I would be jumping in for. Mike Clevenger didn't do well against the Marlins because the breakers are not getting any whiffs, and that's really, really frustrating. Uh, 1K and four walks here. Uh, three and runs, 4.1 innings. Yeah. Uh, you might want to drop Mike Clevenger. Um, I know I'm going very long on this SP Roundup stuff, but uh, there's a lot of interesting starts from yesterday. Uh, Max Scherzer against Atlanta, 6.1 innings, four and runs, three hits, three walks, and eight Ks. He just had a tough seventh inning. Aces going to ace there. Ramonsi Contreras went against the Red Sox. Six innings, four and runs, six hits, four walks, three cases. He came back. Slider was amazing. 10 for 39 whiffs and a 44% CSW. The four seam was very hittable. Um, so that is the biggest issue. But if he has that slider, oof, he's kind of interesting. He gets Atlanta next. I don't think that he all of a sudden will have that command, but maybe he does. And that could be really cool. Um, Cal Quantrill disappointed us against the Tigers. And I'm just so annoying. No, annoyed by it. Annoyed. Oh my God. I can't say words. He gets the Padres. Um, and I don't know if I'm starting him there. I, uh, he's annoying. Um, Tuki Toussaint against the Mariners. Just, yeah, he does not have his command. So do not touch Tuki right now. Jacob Rizzi against the Mets. Did not have his four seamer up effectively. He gets the Pirates next. No, I think I'm okay with that one. Five run runs here and 10 base runners and five innings. Unfortunate. And then there's Pablo Lopez, who allowed a grand slam in the first inning, 4.2 innings, six and run six. That's three walks, two Ks. His changeup did not earn a single whiff in this one. And I think I've been having him too high in the rankings. I always kind of assumed he would be bouncing back. And it's now, uh, the middle of August and he hasn't really he had a really nice start to the year. First three starts or so. And that's been a well over four ERA since. Um, so I think I'm going to be putting him in the mid forties or so, um, on Monday, uh, for the list. I believe he can get back to it, but I'm assuming too much growth, I think, too quickly as we have about seven weeks left in the season. All right. Looking forward to today, tomorrow, and of course the weekend starters because it is Thursday and that's what we do. We have some quick changes. For today's starters, so Jacob DeGrom, Corbin Burns, Logan Webb, Yu Darvish, Zach Gallon, Adam Wainwright are in that top tier, pretty awesome, uh, pretty obvious. Max Reed, we hope he's going today from that concussion IL. Uh, I hope he's okay and he's back. That would be against the Mets, so he's in the probable start tier. Questionable start tiers, Luis Garcia, Andrew Heaney, Franken Montes, Lucas Giolito, Jose Brios, Josh Minkowski, and Spencer Watkins. Minkowski is now starting for Nathan Eovaldi, who is getting his start skipped for a sore shoulder. It's why he's going to throw a 94. Hopefully that fixes his velocity. It means that Minkowski gets the Pirates now, and he can be my stream pick of the day instead of Spencer Watkins. Spencer Watkins on the worst thing against the Cubs. I feel like he can go five innings and earn a win with that Orioles magic. Uh, above those guys, you have... Uh, Frankie Montes, Lucas Giolito, and Jose Brios against tough opponents. Montes against the Jays, Giolito against the Astros, and Brios against the Yankees. Up to you there. Uh, it feels like those are all cherry bombs at this point. Uh, Montes should hopefully get back on track, but it's about, you know, finding strikes with the, with something that's not the splitter or fastballs. We'll see what happens there. Uh, in the do not start tier, it's now Luis Patino going for the Rays, not Shane McClanahan. He's at the top of the do not start tier. Uh, but I don't really want to go with him. Uh, Dane Dunning against Oakland maybe could work, but I don't want to do that one either. JT Brubaker against the Red Sox, Adrian Sampson against Baltimore, and so on and so forth. I don't want to be starting these guys. And uh, for tomorrow's starters on Friday, uh, Shane McClanahan now is going on Friday, not on th- on Thursday. So make sure that you have him in your lineup tomorrow. Uh, he leads the way. Chris Bassett, Blake Snell gets the Nationals. 
Uh, Aaron Nola against the Mets. Lance Lynn, Tyler Anderson, and Miles Michaelis. Probable start tier, you have Tristan McKenzie, Kevin Gosman, uh, Brady Singer, and Lance McCullers Jr. Now, McKenzie gets the White Sox. I am think I'm cool with it. He's just a little bit more volatile with the stuff that I like. Kevin Gosman goes against the Yankees. We don't know if the Yankees, uh, their, their heroics last night will catalyze the offense again. It could be more struggles for them, and Galsman needs a start like that as he'll have nine hits last start. Brady Singer's run has been amazing, and hopefully he continues against the Rays. I mean, the Rays aren't that much of a challenge, but then again, Singer can just walk everyone all of a sudden. And Lance McCullough, speaking of walking guys, gets Atlanta. We don't know where his command is at exactly, but he did well, throwing strikes with his curveball in the first start back from the IL. I think most of you guys are going to be starting him. I can understand putting him in the questionable start. And speaking of which... Patrick Sandoval, Aaron Ashby, Cole Irvin, Marco Gonzalez, Martin Perez, Graham Ashcraft, Cal Wright, and Jesus Lazardo are in that third tier. Sandoval and Ashby are cherry bombs, but they go against really good matchups. That is, they have the Tigers for Patrick Sandoval, the Irish Panda, and Aaron Ashby as our stream pick of the day against the Cubs. Both of these guys could soar in this one. Debatably, in probably start for their matchups, but I think because they are just innately cherry bombs, they're in uh, the questionable start tier. Cole Irvin, uh, Marco Gonzalez are going against each other. I'm favoring Cole Irvin. I feel like he's been on a better run. While Martin Perez is also a Toby, he goes against the Twins. He didn't have his changeup last time, and that's really been the impetus for his success. So I'm a little bit worried here against the Twins. Graham Ashcraft would have been the stream pick of the day for him for Ashby. As he goes against the Pirates, he can make that work, right? The Pirates and Graham Ashcraft is fine. Um, Jesus Lazardo and Kyle Wright are both going against tough offenses. So Wright goes against the Astros and Lazardo against the Dodgers. Wright has dead arm and was down about two ticks last time. I wonder if he will feel better after a longer rest. Uh, but it's also the Astros. And Jesus Lazardo does not have his velocity down about a tick and change from what we saw in April. The changeup is looking good. The curveball, not as much. And the pitch usage is just kind of weird right now. And he gets the Dodgers and didn't do well against Atlanta. I feel like it's a bit of a trap to continue with Jesus Lazardo, but I understand that there is a definite ceiling here, especially with the improved changeup going. In the do not start to, you have Cutter Crawford, who's fine for five innings or so, five, six against Baltimore. Jameson Tyone could pull it off against the Jays. Jordan Lyles, maybe. You know, he's done well as he goes against the uh, the Red Sox. And Alex Wood inside of Coors. But everyone else after that, Matt Manning against the Angels, Dylan Bundy against Texas. I don't want to do those. Keegan Thompson against the Brewers. He's so volatile. Paulo Espino, I'm really encouraged by the end of the month when he has a streaming option, but not, or a matchup that would be worthwhile. But against the Padres, no, I don't want to do that. Tommy Henry, Jose Arena, and Bryce Wilson. Now, looking forward to Saturday and Sunday, uh, I'm just going to go through every team quickly. Cal Bradish is a do not start against the Red Sox. Michael Walker against Baltimore is questionable. He had a really good command against the, the Yankees. I don't know if he's, that's going to stick, but against Baltimore, yeah, all right. I'm, I think I'm okay with that. Uh, Garrett Cole against the Yanks, uh, sorry, against the Jays, duh. Ryan Yarbrough against the Royals, he'll probably have an open again and go four plus innings and could get another win. So, yeah, that's a questionable start. Mitch White against the Yankees, no thank you. Johnny Cueto against the Guardians, honestly, it's a good probable start the way that he's gone. Shane Bieber against the White Sox is an auto start. Uh, Tyler Alexander against the Angels, I don't care, that's the Angels, you're not doing that. Chris Bubich against the Rays. That might be a questionable given the velocity that we've seen from Bubich. Uh, maybe top of do not start. Uh, we have Chris Archer against the Rangers. Do not start. Christian Javier against Atlanta is a probable start. Reed Demers against the Tigers is an auto start right now. James Caprillion against the Mariners. Uh, is that questionable? Or am I favoring Jimmy Hat too much? I don't know. Bottom of questionable top of do not. Uh, Logan Gilbert against the Athletics uh, is a probable. Glenn Otto at Minnesota, no thanks. Spencer Strider against the Astros is a probable start. You have Trevor Rogers coming back. 
Against the Dodgers, obviously do not start still ill against the Dodgers and it's Trevor Rogers. Uh, Trevor Williams and David Peterson are, are both starting against the Phillies in a doubleheader on Saturday. I would consider David Peterson. Uh, I think it might be in the bottom of the questionable there. Um, I think I prefer him over Chris Bubich. Uh, and then you have Wheeler and Falter for the Phillies. Obviously, Wheeler do not start Falter and do not start Trevor Williams. And Josiah Gray against the Padres is a questionable because we know what the ceiling is, but we don't really know if he's going to blow up or not. Cherry Bomb. Marcus Stroman against the Brewers is a probable. Justin Dunn gets the Pirates, but he's not there yet. I uh, do not start. Freddie Peralta against the Cubs is an auto. Zach Thompson, no thanks, even though it is Cincinnati. Dakota Hudson at Arizona. Oh, top of do not start. I think his his reward is just not high enough um, as he just sometimes is like, hey, here's 400 runs and three walks. It's terrible. Madison Bumgarner against the Cardinals. Eh, I don't want to do it. Ryan Feltner, no way. Dustin May is making his return. He should be limited to about 60 pitches, though. So I'm going to say do not start. Uh, Joe Musgrove, I mean, I kind of want to still put him at the bottom of questionable. Joe Musgrove and uh, Joe Musgrove is an auto start against the Nationals. Alex Cobb is a do not start inside, of course. And we have on Sunday Dean Kramer against the Red Sox is a do not start. I mean, top of do not start though. There's something to be said about that. I can imagine on a desperate Sunday going for Dean Kramer, um, as he's done well with his four seamer and cutter lately. Uh, Nick Pavetta on the other side of that, I, I prefer less than I do Dean Kramer. I uh, know Nestor Cortez against the Jays is a probable start. You have Jeffrey Springs against the Royals as a probable start, and Alec Manoa against the Yankees is a Probable start. Auto start. It's got to be an auto start. Uh, Dylan Cease is above that in the auto start tier against Cleveland. Aaron Savali against the White Sox is a questionable start. Eduardo Rodriguez is finally returning. He threw an immaculate inning in the minors. It's against the Angels. There's a part of me that says, like, yeah, questionable start. Nah, you can't, right? You can't. I don't know. Bottom of, oh, sorry, top of do not start. We got to just see it. It's, like, it's essentially a still ill. You have Zach Greinke against the Rays is a bottom of questionable. Joe Ryan against Texas is a top of questionable. Uh, Jose Arquiti is the same place with uh, his start at Atlanta. Uh, I do like that he's using more of his secondary stuff now, though. Shoei Otani against the Tigers will be the number one play. Uh, that's insane. Uh, J.P. Sears against Seattle. Don't want to do. Luis Castillo is an auto start against Oakland. Uh, you have Koei Arihara against the Twins. No, thank you. Charlie Morton against the Astros is a probable. Braxton Garrett at Los Angeles Dodgers. No, thank you. Tywin Walker is a questionable against the Phillies. He's, you know, he has the side stuff um, that got him pulled from his last start. I believe it was side soreness. Maybe not. I might be confusing him with Carrasco there. But he got pulled early from his last start, and uh, it just hasn't been good for him lately. Uh, Kyle Gibson against the Mets. Oh, he just struck out 11 batters. But it's the Mets, and he's kind of cherry bombish. Bottom of questionable top of do not start. Uh, Patrick Corbin, <laughs> no. Uh, Wade Miley, oh, he's coming back for the Cubs. That's nice to see. Um, do not start, still ill. Mike Miner has not put it together, even though it's the Pirates. No, thank you. Brandon Woodruff at the Cubs is an auto start. Mitch Keller, do not start. Uh, Jose Quintana um, is a probable start at the Diamondbacks. Mitch Keller, by the way, top of do not start. It's, it's hosting Cincinnati. Merrill Kelly is a probable start against the Cardinals. Cal Freeland is a do not start against the Giants hosting them in cores. Julio Urias against the Miami Marlins. Fantastic. Auto start. Oddly enough, it is a questionable start for Sean Manai. He has not done well with his matchup so far. Um, hopefully he can change that. And Jacob Junis inside the cores is a do not start. All right, that's going to do it for today. Oh, it was cramps for Taiwan Walker. 
Thank you very much, uh, Toasty, for that. Um, hopefully, he's okay against the Phillies, but still a questionable start. But that's it for today. Good luck this weekend. Hopefully, you find this helpful. But that's it. So, my name is Nick Pollock. May your bad be low and your strike outside.